Hello and welcome to the Dialogues Podcast. My name is Luis Felipe Lamusi. I need to update my resume and your host for this season. And today we are going to talk about unpaid internships. That's why I talked with Dario Gaschini, Director of Work Integrated Learning at George Brown College to understand how important internships are for students and how the college is helping us on that. But first, from March 18 to March 22nd, students all across Quebec were on strike demanding their provincial government to prohibit unpaid internships for students. That's why I talked with Miriam Lafontaine, journalism student at Concordia University and editor-in-chief at The Link, independent publication also at Concordia. So today we have Miriam Lafontaine. How are you, Miriam, today? Uh, I guess I'm alright. Uh, just broke some news about uh, some sexual violence complaints in the English department, but... Uh, Other than that, I think I'm having an okay morning. Whoa, yeah, it's a, a, a really tough morning and busy morning right now, probably, right? A busy morning, but uh, now the story's up, so yeah. Okay, so uh, next week from March 18 to March 22nd, the students uh, in Quebec uh, organize a strike against unpaid internships. What's your role in that strike? What are you being part on that? Uh, yeah, so... On March 18th, uh, a general unlimited strike against unpaid internships is going to kick off across Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, just to be clear, like with um, with the journalism department at Concordia, uh, we're we're going to go on strike on March 18th too. Just with us, we're 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 going to keep it a, a one week strike. So we're not going to keep going on and on and on with uh, new strike votes. At least that's not the plan right now. So. Right now, our plan is to to kind of take part in the Quebec-wide movement, mm-hmm. but just to do a week. And uh, some university departments are doing that too, but uh, there's a lot that are just, their plan is to just keep going till the government meets their demands. Getting more into the why students are, are going to be on strike uh, next week. Why do you think students shouldn't work in unpaid internships? Um, I don't know. I guess like, I don't think it's about whether students shouldn't like our our advice like we're we're protesting and striking against unpaid internships but to be honest my advice I've never made a an intention to necessarily tell students that they shouldn't do unpaid internships like I've done unpaid internships yes it's totally understandable why uh students accept unpaid internships they want to have a fulfilling and sustainable career and they want to meet people and they want to, you know, engage themselves as much as possible in what they're passionate about. So my position has never really been to tell students to not take unpaid internships. Mm -hmm. I think that really what we have to, uh, we have to make our demands not towards students and what they should do necessarily, um, mean we encourage them to go on strike, but really the demands is on the employers and our universities and our provincial government. You know, the provincial government needs to change their labor code. Uh, universities need to improve their regulations around internships. Universities need to stop asking students to take unpaid internships only if they want to do a course. Because, like, for some students, like, if you're a journalism student at Concordia and you want to do an internship for course credit, it can only be unpaid. Like, that's the regulation, and it's like that in other departments all over Quebec. Oh, so students don't have a, a different option. They to graduate, they need to to do an unpaid internship. Um, well, it depends on the department. So at Concordia, if you want to do an internship 
as part of the journalism department, it's not a mandatory class. Like, you don't need to complete the class to graduate. However, because of how important internships are for career prospects, Mm -hmm. obviously, most undergraduates in our department end up taking that class, except for ones who can't afford to work for free. Uh, Do you think it's fair with those students that can't afford to work for free? It's definitely not fair. Um, well, I think it's it's leading to a lot of, especially in journalism and like media in general, it, it, it contributes to elitism um, in our industry and prevents uh, people with who are low income uh, and marginalized people from being able to access the industry. You know, it just makes it harder for so many people. What are the uh, the college and the, in this case the university roles on that? Do you think they could help uh, students in a way? There's some things that are really like kind of out of the university's hands. Like it is on the employer to pay interns, and um, like we definitely understand like there's a limit in what universities can do. Uh, we still think universities need to do as much as possible to make connections with employers who are going to be willing to pay us. Mm-hmm. And that's why the big the big general unlimited strike, it's, it's all about demands to the provincial government because if the provincial government changes the Quebec uh, labor code and they say that you can't do, you can't make students do unpaid internships anymore, then the employers will be forced to pay students. So that's why the big pressure is on the provincial government to act because universities can you know, try to negotiate with uh, these employers and try to convince them to pay us. But, you know, if there's a law that forces them, then... then That's the law and they have to to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also universities, like, there are a handful of departments where the provincial government, like, in- mandates that they can only be unpaid for, like, education, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also, like, the universities have policies that say you can only do this internship if it's unpaid and sometimes those internships are are necessary to graduate so universities across Quebec need to pass stronger regulations to 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 correct this yeah my last question here is the i don't know if you know about the our premier premier for uh, uh changing oh, yeah. some stuff in OSAP and ancillary fees these ancillary fees of course fund a lot of student newspaper around ontario uh, the dialogue is funded by one of these ancillary fees and you as a journalism student and also the editor-in-chief uh, at the link what's the importance of student journalism uh for you in your life, in your career, and also for for the university itself? If we don't have student papers at universities, then there's not really going to be anyone on the ground on a daily basis to hold those types of institutions and their student as- institutions like student associations accountable. So, of course, like, I mean, if, if those student newspapers... Um, if their funding is, like, put into jeopardy, it leaves it to... And, like, if those papers fall apart, it leaves it to the, the mainstream media to try to... I mean, we all, we all know how mainstream media covers uh, our campuses. They just pick out the biggest stories and they go with that because, obviously, they're not on the ground in the university. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you, Miriam. Thank you for talking with me today. It was a great pleasure to talk to you. All right, thank you. Bye. 
Now Dario Gaschini talks on how his department is helping students to get better internships and the necessity to change the mindset of both students and employers on what an internship really is. Hi Dario, thanks so much for receiving me today here at your office. My pleasure, thank you. Uh, uh, just so I can introduce you, you're Dario Gaschini, Director of Work Integrated Learning here at George Brown. If you could start just explaining what's your role and your department role here at George Brown and how it helps students to get their first uh, work experience, internships and co-ops. That's, that's great, of course. Let me give you a little bit of background about uh, this newly created uh, role or department, the department of CHU, okay. uh, with me and Rebecca Tapiero. And uh, these, uh, this department of this initiative came to life based on a government grant, a provincial grant that we received a year and a half ago to support initiatives around work integrated learning and experiential learning. Based on the grants that we receive, we were able to um, execute a, a few um, strategies or tactics as well uh, to support uh, the transition of students into the workplace. Mm -hmm. That's what really, really is all about, which is work integrated learning um, brings the umbrella under will we have internship, internships, externships, co-ops, clinical placements, applied research, service learning such as what we do with our wave clinics and the chef house. Okay. So those are the real experiences is that the students are getting hands-on work-related experiences when they are in their programs. And in your personal uh Opinion. Why do you think it's important for them to have this first experience before? Because we could call it it's a real experience, but not a hundred percent. It will be a real experience if you think about yeah, a yeah. student going to a field placement yes. or a co-op program. It is a real experience. What we are expecting, the benefits, going back to your question, will be the students is engaged, is motivated, um, and is developing the skills that will be useful for them to, to, to get a full-time employment. Okay. It, will, it helps the students, uh, all the work realities, cultures, any expect, work expectations. Um, so not only they are developing that skill, but also helps them with job prospects for the future. Mm -hmm. What is important also that employers need to be on board. Employers need to understand what is expected from them as well. Okay. Because it's not free labor. Students are going to just do, no, 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 this is part of their curriculum. There are outcomes that need to be met. So we have a responsibility as a college to educate our employers when they are taking our students on a, on a, on a, wheel, in a work integrated learning okay. experience. So that's our obligation. Educate employers so they know what is expected from them. And, and because their students are there to learn, yeah, yeah, not and, to work for free. And how your department is doing to avoid these kind of situations that uh, students may get internships, that they're just getting coffee Great point. People. Great point. Thank you for saying that. And that's actually, I, I like that you are bringing that too my attention because one of the things that we felt was a priority is to build a quality framework around experiential education okay. including real experiences or work integrated learning experiences mm -hmm. so we've been working with all the divisions and our academic excellence team on developing a framework that brings together 
the minimum standards of each of the activities, so everyone is on the same page, and the student have a consistent quality experience when they go. So we've been concentrating on that over the last year to, uh, to ensure that uh, we, have a, we have room to grow, okay? Let me, let me start by saying that. Okay. We are just starting with this framework and bringing this framework to life with the divisions and with the schools and with the courses. So everyone, the, the main goal is here for the students to have a quality experience when they go out, okay? That's the main goal. We want them to be successful. How do we do that? With setting parameters, setting standards and criteria that will help all of us, including the students, mm -hmm. to have clear expectations when they go out. I want to say that we do a spectacular job, okay? Uh, can I say that? I believe not yet. Do I want to say this in a year from now? Yes, and I believe we are going towards that. We are, we, are, we are moving towards that to say our employers are extremely well-oriented and onboarded when it comes to wheel experiences. There are divisions that are doing an exceptional job on that, and there are other divisions that need some support. And that's what we're going to concentrate. Because at the end of the day, regardless of your field of study, regardless of the school that you're attending, we want you, as a student, to have a a great experience. So your wheel experience is great, regardless of the field of study. Uh, we were talking before the, the we recorded the interview about some funds. Could you talk, uh, of explain course. a little bit about The funds were uh, provided a grant that my position is uh, mm -hmm. built on, and all the great initiatives such as the quality framework, uh, such as exposing students to more work-integrated learning experiences, it were funded by the provincial a government fund called the Career Ready Fund. As you must have heard last night or last after, last uh, yesterday afternoon, the federal budget uh, made an announcement, or the federal government, sorry, made an announcement of the federal budget for 2019. Mm -hmm. So there are great news within that within that announcement for post-secondary institutions and for students in particular. Um, they are a huge investment that has been provided over the next five years through the federal government. If I'm not mistaken, close to $800 million allocated to will okay. to work integrated learning. What the government is doing, and a bunch of that money is going towards remuneration or salaries or wages for students doing this. So thinking about paid and unpaid internships or co-ops, whatever you want to call it, uh, the government is putting a lot of, of emphasis on that. And Canada wants to become a leader, and is going through that globally, a leader on paid um, will opportunities, okay. internships or um, oh, co-ops. Uh, you know, when it comes to pay or unpaid, keep in mind, this is a learning opportunity. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not, a, you know, many will disagree with me, but I'm not a believer that every single um, opportunity has to be paid. No, because we need to understand that this is a student, is part of the program of the student. Okay. The student is learning. Is What we need to do as an institution is to properly orient and onboard the employers so they know that they are there to mentor and to coach the students and to teach the students. Because this is the, the internship of the co-op that they do is for them to grow and learn. Oh. Not just to do labor. Yeah, okay? yeah. That's a confusion sometimes. Of, of course, uh, I totally agree with you. But uh, I, if I could just add uh, mm -hmm. one thing, of course, we are talking about experience that students 
are there to learn more than to, of course, getting paid. But there are some programs, and of course, George Brown still doesn't have a unity in how uh, take care of all the will programs. But there are some courses that have mandatory internships. That's correct. And talking here more about low-income students. Of course, I think there are many opportunities that we can do. There are many opportunities, that things that we can explore, let's mm -hmm. say. The good news, as I mentioned, was the federal government um, money to support, you know, the mm -hmm. budget to support that. I, I know it's too soon, too, because it all happened literally yesterday. Uh, today, since we're recording, today is March 20, so people know when we're talking about. Uh, but, like, what we could say is just, like, part of this money uh, could go to those mandatory unpaid internships so they could become paid. Yes, potentially. Yeah, yeah, I, I need of to course. We need to understand. Yes. That's, that's, that's our homework for you and I, for all of us, to say, okay, what what does it mean? You know, well, here we go. We The government did this announcement. Let's understand how this will be used. Um, if I, The idea is, to, is that money to be... Um, to support employers mm -hmm. to bring students so they can have wage subsidies for employees to pay students. I believe that's what it, again, we need to understand what everything means and how, um, how we yeah. impact our GVC students. For sure, for sure. So we need to start being more, being more flexible okay. in how we do, uh, how we support our students. Yeah, we have a senior student, students that already of have course, a family. Of and course, So it, it start exploring flexibility on that, mm -hmm. you know. If they are working today, Okay, let's explore what they are doing today. Mm -hmm. And if we can use that employment, that full-time employment or part-time employment that they have to meet the outcomes of their course, how can we connect with that current employer to support these students? So there are many things that we can do. Yeah, for sure. No, not to tell them, stop working, now you need to do this co-op or this internship. Mm -hmm. No, we don't want that. We don't want the students to suffer financially. So how can we become more creative and ensuring that the students are meeting the outcomes of the program? That's the most important thing for students to learn. Uh, my last question here is part of my episode, I interview one of the students that, that actually right now is being part of the student strike at Quebec uh, against uh, unpaid internships. Mm -hmm, it's, mm -hmm. of course, a different province, a different reality. My question here will be, what's your opinion on that movement uh, towards uh, the government? What do you think about students uh, getting together to try to change the labor laws? Yeah. Um, I'm all in support of bringing change to the mm -hmm. table, okay? Um, you know, the, I know, I believe you are talking about the strike that the students are bringing. Yeah, together. yeah, the students I believe strike. A, I feel that it's a little bit premature. I feel that is, uh, I believe there is a great opportunity to sit together, all, you know, all the parties, you know, and talk. government, schools, and the students, and talk. How do we do this, okay? Because it's not about free labor. That's what we need to change our mindset. Mm -hmm. And the, everyone needs to change the mindset. The student, the employer, and the post-secondary institutions. I believe the post-secondary institutions, they get it because we are doing this as part of the program. Yes. But is how are we communicating this to the stakeholders, meaning the students and employers? And employers. So that's the reason I feel it's premature to do a strike, students on a strike. Why? What is it that you want to accomplish with that? Is how do we support the new economy? How we do, because at the end of the day, this is for the benefit of the students, because we want the students to be prepared to transition into the workplace. How do we do it? Of course, we want everyone to get paid. Is that reality? It's not that simple to do that. So how can we bring everyone together, employers, 
post-secondary institution students to make this a reality. There are many opportunities that we have ahead of us, and the government understands that, and the government, the government wants to become a leader on paid internships or co-ops or externship field education, all the ways that we want to call the real opportunities. So I feel optimistic on all the great things that are coming ahead of us. Okay, thank you so much, Dario. Thanks hey, so my pleasure. Okay, great, thanks. Thank and that's all for today, folks. Working for free still is a reality for many of us. In my opinion, this reality is not fair with lower-income students, mainly those who have mandatory unpaid internships. Apparently, the federal government is aware of that problem and is trying to change that at the same time students in Quebec are. But we will have to wait to see what will happen about that. Until then, if you have any questions, comments or feedback, please email me at podcast at dialoguenews.ca And please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or any other app that you use. That's all for today. See you next time. Bye.